Hi, you're listening to Barely African. It's about to get real messy. So grab a bucket and a mop for this wet ass podcast. Welcome to episode four of Barely African. I'm your host, Makuka. And I'm your host, Diana. And today we have um, obviously producer Al, but we also have Kendall, our first guest. Yes, a new challenger Ever. has entered the ring. Yeah. <laughs> challenger. <laughs> so Kendall, could you introduce yourself, who you are, what you do, and what you bring to the table? <laughs> yes, I can. Uh, so my name is Kendall Varner. What were the questions again? <laughs> <laughs> Just introduce yourself. Oh yeah, my name is Kendall Varner. I'm 27. That's Are you correct. sure? Yes, I am. <laughs> I'm a screenwriter, graphic novelist, uh, and I also do improv on mm-hmm. the side. Yes. COVID theater. theater. Yeah, check, come check me out. Actually, I'm not performing yet, but you should definitely go to the COVID theater. And you are also a third culture kid. So could you explain to us in which ways you are a third culture kid? Okay, so I was born here in New Zealand. My dad, on my dad's side, he's for Cook Island. Mm-hmm. He's from the island of Atataki. And my mom is half Tahitian and half Tongan. And if you go back further, there's a bunch of Germans and Samoans in the back there. Some white people fall out. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and then, um, and so for me, being born here and then I was like raised in Australia for a little bit during my adolescence and now I live here I'm back Woo-hoo. so cool. that's a pretty pretty diverse background nice. yeah I feel so close to you right now what <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I told you this before they don't know that <laughs> yeah so today because we have two lovely young men here with us mm-hmm. we're going to talk about something that they both, I'd say, enjoy in different ways, and that is male privilege. And Makuka and I thought it was quite interesting to hear from, I guess, two non-white men um, about kind of their opinions and thoughts towards male privilege and whether or not they benefit from it. I guess the first question is, do do you feel like you benefit from male privilege? My first question is, can we define male privilege? Oh, very smart. Okay. Thank you. Hmm. I would say male privilege is, I guess, your experience in the world is a little bit easier, better. Certain kind of privileges and opportunities get afforded to you based on your gender. And I I reckon society as it is and not even just not just today but years and back like years and years and years and years ago males had the final say or the first say or the only say sort of like a male driven world like james brown said yeah this is a man's world (laughs) (laughs) but it would have been nothing nothing Okay, we can't just sing an entire song. <laughs> uh, I'll go first, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Such a I'm... man thing to do. <laughs> yeah. I'll go first. <laughs> wow. We joke. Wow. 
Okay, give us the permission to not butcher you, but... We're gonna come for you. Yeah. What? Coming We're coming you? for you. Because as women, we feel oh, like... Oh, I see. No, we just want to get... Well, try and get on the same page or get on the same sort of wavelength. I guess because of our lived experience yeah. as, as black women, we have a few things that we've observed that, okay. that you guys may have been able to enjoy. And... I don't know, we're going to call you out on that. Okay. Not that you deserve to be called out or, I'd say, attacked for the, your privilege, but right. we're just interested to say how much of what we think aligns with what you think. Male privilege. You got this. <laughs> I do not got this. <laughs> I don't know about... Personally, I don't know about male privilege for me. I get the I, I get that it actually exists, that it's a real thing. Um, I can see it happening especially in the African community where Oh hell yeah. Yeah, where like our most of our cultures are patrilineal where it's like it leans more to the father's side. You take the father's name, when you get married you take the father's tribe. Yeah, mm. yeah. When the kids are born, they're the father's tribe, when, you know, all of that. So I can see that happening. I can see that being very, very prevalent. But the reason why I guess I don't see it for myself is when I was born, I was raised mostly by my dad. My mom was mostly, my mom was mostly away. Um, my sister as well, she was away. So it was just me, my dad, my brother. Me being the youngest in the trio meant that I mostly did everything. I cooked, I cleaned, I did everything. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I missed out on my male privilege. Do you still feel like even now, I guess you're not in that situation now that you, you are a, an adult man, Yeah. do you think that you've been able to experience more male privilege or less? Even now, I still don't see it. Okay, how about, for example, when we when we go somewhere, um, I don't know, we go to a, it's the random African household, we get invited somewhere, and the women automatically go in the kitchen and start cooking, and all the guys just stay in the lounge talking. Sit around and chat, yeah. That, yeah, that, that really grates on me. To me, that's a that's privilege, privilege because you know you don't have to, to cook. You know you don't have to... And you could offer. Yeah. But do you? Yeah, I get that. That is that is male privilege. But I haven't... I, I okay, haven't how about, benefited... I guess take your personal experience aside. Like, do you think male privilege exists? Oh yeah, I said at the beginning, I said at the beginning that I know that male privilege exists, but I, I just haven't taken advantage of it, like, I just mm. haven't. Mm. So how do you take advantage of male privilege? I guess if you are a part of that, like you just said that example where all the women go into the kitchen and all the guys just stay. I guess if you're a part of that, then yeah, you're taking advantage of it. Mm. Yeah. So how, how do you not take advantage of that situation? Um, for example, when you and me go out, like, we do the same things together. So, it's not like 
you go sit in the kitchen and I go sit in the lounge. Or would you say that the fact that you can choose whether to take advantage of male privilege or not just shows that you do have privilege? Yeah. To put it that way, if you're like choosing to say I'll take advantage of it or not, then yeah, definitely that is male privilege. Okay. How would you feel if a white woman said, I know white privilege exists, but I don't take part in it? I think that's a very specific question and requires a very specific person. Mm. You know, you like if you if someone if because I'm quite hesitant if someone actually said, I wouldn't participate in that, even mm. though I am because I see a lot of uh there's kind of like a grouping of white women who seem to distance themselves from the men. Yeah. When, I was like, when I'm pretty sure it was both you guys together doing it together. Mm. <laughs> and they just, they kind of distance I'm like, no, you're with them. No, However, they, I would say it's, that's such a specific question to ask someone that. And you know, there's those like, everyone is so different now mm. that I, I, I could, I won't, I won't say bye, but I would be open to the idea of perhaps thinking that she wasn't participating in it. But I guess when you look at male privilege, the definition of it, it is the system of, of advantages or rights that are available to men solely based on their gender. So the fact that you didn't maybe participate in male privilege or, or maybe kind of opt into them, the fact that they are even available to you shows that you are privileged. I guess me and Makuka, we don't have the, op the option to participate in privilege because we are not privileged. Yep. But the fact that you can opt in or opt out, but you can say, hey, I know as a man, if I go into this house, I'm not gonna be expected to do this or that, um, but I'm gonna choose not to not to opt into that because I disagree with it. I have two answers to that. Mm -hmm. I think one, I, from what I've been gathering from Al's character, <laughs> he's the one exception who, <laughs> who seems like he hasn't experienced a lot of it. Right. That is true. And however, there is a kind of, I suppose it is a privilege where the option was there, the opportunities were there. Mm. But there is a kind of like a, is it still a privilege if it was there and you either naively ignored it or did not know it was there? You, like if you're someone young right now and they like, the options are always there and they don't necessarily see it, they're not necessarily given to them. You know, that's, that's kind of something that's out of their control. Mm. I mean, there's like, there's all those men out there who are kind of like, they're going through a kind of um, a masculine phase right now. You know, mm -hmm. there's like, a, what, <laughs> what if it incels and stuff? Uh. Like, they don't get to see it? They don't I, see that area yeah. of... I find incels really interesting because they're like, oh, it's it's basically like, woe is me. I am yeah. this this Victim. man that has supposed to have all these privileges, but I haven't been able to enjoy them. And they yeah. feel like the world owes me all of these things that I haven't been able to experience. And I think that in itself is, is kind of shitty because it should, it's just a sense of entitlement to benefits. Like you're not like, mm. oh, um, I, I, because I haven't been able to enjoy these privileges, I now understand what the world is like for people who don't. It's like, fuck that. It's unfair that I didn't get a chance to, to do this and that. So an incel is someone who is involuntarily celibate. Mm -hmm. They believe that they have been forced into celibacy because women yeah. don't see them yeah. as attractive. There was that you one, know? there was a one incel who, um, uh, Rogers. I'm going off tangent right now, but he, um, I think he ran down a bunch mm. of people in Canada oh, and, wow. he, and, he, and he said it was because I couldn't, he couldn't 
to relate to people who have their social issues. Yeah, you know what you know what that is? It's called a dry spell. Every <laughs> once in a while, you go through a period when you're not getting in your ass. It's no. fine. But it's okay. These guys are just like, oh, yeah, like, girls don't like me. About the longest dry spell. It... <laughs> but yeah. But instead of choosing to improve yeah, themselves, they and, take and it out on bring, else. Yeah, and bringing something to the table, they, they just expect people to. They don't reflect on themselves. Or blame exactly. Yourself. It's nothing wrong with me. It's everything wrong with the world. You should do something about yourself rather than try and blame it on the world. Yeah. Exactly. And there are lots of unattractive men out there who rely on other things to be able to get, I don't know, to, to become attractive, like yeah. wealth, mm-hmm. fame, comedians, they, they rely on their, their humour. So there's yeah. lots of things that you yeah. can do to kind of tip that balance. Learn to dance or something. Yeah, get a hobby or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Learn to dance. Be good at, get really, really good at something. Yeah. yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Like there was like a, a sort of the. Um, one of my class, some of my classmates from my improv class, mm. they um, they are from different walks of life, and some of these men, they like, they always have their own little niche, and like they like, one of them like likes very, he's very spiritual, but you would never have guessed it. He seems very meek, very kind of uh, soft spoken, and you mm. th- you would think he would like you could step on a lot, mm. and he suffers a lot of anxiety. However, he's someone almost like spiritually in-depth person I know and he's like yeah and, and I and like if I was a woman you know there's things to find attractive about that mm. that he's not what he appears to be that there's something great inside of oh yeah these yeah. kind of in like in cells yeah. that suffer from something physically mm. there's something great like they have like what a great vinyl collection or they can <laughs> sing and tenor or something yeah but yeah. they don't really explore that about themselves they just want to yeah. In Malawi, we have this um, saying, it says, In English, it literally translates to, When you're bad, learn a song. Literally what we're just talking about. Like, if, if, you're, if you're ugly, just be good at something. <laughs> if you've done something wrong, learn a song. And I guess that's also saying that the, the most important thing in this world you can be is attractive. And that's a really dangerous way to think. And I, I understand why people think that way, because obviously people, if you are attractive, you do get more benefits in life. But mm. there are also, of course, ways that you can change that and tip yeah. the balance. Oh, yeah. I mean, look at all of the billionaires. Like, I, I can't think of one billionaire who's very pretty. <laughs> they're all like, yeah, they're not very mm. good looking people. Oh, I know a couple. Oh, okay. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Name them. Oh, um, you know, that's so bad. I was, I was like, how do you know these good looking billionaires? Did you mean like male billionaires or female? Yeah, I'm talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm talking about like all the See, guys. Are there any that, female that's billionaires? That's a great example of male privilege because no. when you thought of a billionaire, you immediately thought male. <laughs> no, I was thinking of a woman. So that's why when oh, he okay. said I'm they're not, not that pretty, I was like, oh, what? Mm. I was thinking about men. I was thinking about a woman. Oh, there's this, I think, I remember um, one of my my teacher, um, when I was in high school, gave us this exercise and she was like, I want everybody to think of um, a person. Um, They're like, they're wealthy, um, they have a good education, um, and they have a great family. And then she was like, "Um, tell me what gender that person was, and everyone said male. And it was interesting that immediately when you think of a human, the first person you kind of identify Not with is a man. at all these beautiful female billionaires. Can you name any of them? Wow, there's Kylie Jenner. 
Jeff Bezos. I don't. Kylie Jenner doesn't even look like herself. Yeah, there's Oprah. I was thinking Oprah as well. Yeah, there's a couple of um, women I don't recognize. I was thinking of Jeff Bezos because he was quite um, schlubby when he began his company. Mm-hmm. He created Amazon, mm-hmm. and now he now he works out. He's got he's ripped because he has the money to you know the privilege to do that kind of thing, <laughs> which leads us back to male privilege. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we didn't hear from you, Kendall. Actually, do you yeah. do you think you benefit from male privilege? Me personally, I. Th- I think I do. It comes out unconsciously and I'm not fully aware of it, mm. but I do I do believe that it's still going on and there's a huge historical um, tracking of male privilege going on in the world. Mm-hmm. I do believe it's real and I'm just like, I'm, sh- I'm pretty sure I have yeah. come in contact with it. I just can't. Because mm. the thing the about having privilege is most of the time you don't realize yeah. you have it. Yeah. It's, it's more because it's like we were, we're so accustomed to it already that we yeah. don't even know that we're doing it. Well, a lot like, of people don't know that other people experience the world in a different way until you make them aware of it. Yeah. And why would you? Yeah. Like, for me, I was saying this to you before, My I think my biggest privilege is being a straight woman. Yeah. Like, I don't know the experiences that non-straight women go through. Like, no matter how much I try to understand, I know that I wouldn't because it's not something that I have to go through. Yeah. There's a better question to answer to that. Should you be living a life with that in mind? Knowing that you don't have the privilege of almost 90% of everyone in the world who mm. may or may not have the things that we have. Because mm. we're all privileged in some way. Yeah. You know, to have yeah. legs, water, fresh water, clean sheets. Yeah. Do we have to think of all of that? One, when we're living our lives and we're trying to live a good life and a better life and we, when we, like, you know, we're putting the whole world on our shoulders. Yeah. I think it's it's physically impossible to think about everyone else's, um, how everyone else's disadvantaged. But I think it's good to... Be mindful of yeah. it. Just remember, always remember that there's always yeah. someone out there in the world who is, has a lesson to you. So even if you're, like, having a bad day, mm. it's it can't be that bad of a day. We got, you get to go home into a nice bed. And... Yeah. I think the important thing about privilege is being able to use it to help people who, are, who aren't who are privileged. Mm. Like, if, for example, like, when, when I was working at an ad agency, um, one of the planners there said that she'd always walk into a room and people wouldn't really take notice of her and she was always often only the the only woman in the room and the often only person of color in the room and when she told well when she um kind of made the other men aware of that she was like what you can do to help me in that situation is not feel bad about it but is to use your privilege to make sure that when I do have something to say people listen to me and that my voice gets heard so I think like when you when you know you have privilege, you can notice in situations where people don't and you can use your privilege to help other people. Which is like something I've noticed you do, like especially when we go to like African events or someone's house, you do little things like you bring me food and you like go get me a glass of water. Whereas, when you're stuck in the kitchen? No, like, um, I don't know, we could be outside and he would be like, oh, do you want something? Oh. Yeah, which... It's something I've noticed you you do, and I don't think you're aware that you do that. But it's something, as a woman, I've noticed. Because in those sort of situations, like, the girl has to go and get the guy food. Yeah. See, Al's the exception. But, but, <laughs> but he doesn't even realize. The way you described is, like... It's difficult to pin it on him because he's, yeah. he's not Like, for normal. me, that's 
a deal breaker that's something that just makes me so like angry i'm like we're both people we both have jobs like we're both tired like can you just like pick up a plate for me as well like i do it for you sometimes you know what i mean what i was gonna say is um to what kendall says like you can't put this you know on your shoulders but it's good to know about it so that when you're in those situations you don't take advantage of it Mm. You know that oh if I'm, God. yeah, you, you know that. You knowingly knew that exactly. that person was suffering and you did it anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you could have done something about it. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you know that when I get in this situation, I shouldn't do X, Y, Z because I am then putting that person, I'm pushing that person back, whether I mean it or not. But I have this privilege where I can just start talking. That person is going to immediately stop talking. Do you think as men of color, you experience male privilege in different ways? How do you think that affects your experience of male privilege? I think there's levels to this. <laughs> there's tiers of privilege. Mm. There's, um, as an African person, as someone who's black, I am not at anywhere near the top. I think just being a white male is like at the top, top, top. And then maybe below that is white female. Mm. And then maybe after that, maybe then that's me. No, I think he's still a bit bit near the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Still a few races to go through. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, true. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, true. There's, it's like this. In a family of, say, five kids, the firstborn can abuse four kids. The secondborn can only abuse three, but can only be abused by one. On and on until the lastborn who cannot, be, cannot abuse anyone, but gets abused by everyone. So I feel like that's what this is. But they Even can abuse I... their vulnerability. Because you know when you're the youngest child and you know like, Pretty you're, the, you're seeing the this, the meek and the mild one. Because what I used to do is I used to go, and be like, ah, my brother hit me! When he didn't, <laughs> I hit myself. Well, but in this family, yeah, there's no parent you can go to and be like, oh, they hit me. There's yeah. no one. The parents have gone away. Oh. They'll come back on Judgment Day. Blake. So it's just... Damn. It's just... Just be the oldest um sibling it's just the five of you dealing with each other and of course because the older sibling has the most power they're not going to want to give that up they don't no. want to go to the bottom al has all these metaphors eh <laughs> the good ones are reasonable yeah i think in because it's like different cultures of course and different cultures mm. and different traditions mm. i think a lot of polynesian people get a lot like that it's a, it's a male-led um, patriarchy, so it's yeah. like, but like a lot of it's changed a lot yeah. over the years because the more things become modernized, the more the traditions begin to loosen. And there are certain things that like, um, you know, the women have to do that the men don't have to do. And there's a lot of things that the men have to do that the women don't have to do. And there's like, you know, like you guys said, like the women are usually the ones cooking. Mm. And that what, but that was also a tradition in a way that like the women could get together and talk and mm. gossip and they all hung around each other and they laughed and cracked jokes where the men yeah. were like, would go away and talk about the family and they didn't have to do that, but they'd prepare something else. But you see now in modern times that like, it's slowly kind of shifted. Cause yeah. I know that I um, I go hang out with the the, the, the kids and the, like the, hang out with the, the mamas who are always in the circle. Yeah. And I just like, I, it's a, well, they, me, they like me more than the, <laughs> uh, the other men do. But like, yeah. um, I suppose I do, but it's still kind of offered to me and I still kind of like take it. Yeah. Do you think that you only kind of benefit or I guess you benefit more from male privilege if you subscribe to, I guess, 
the ultimate version of what a man is supposed to look like in society. So dominant, Ooh. aggressive, I'd say white. Or, um, you know, like those typical features that we admire and look for in men. Yeah, definitely. I, would... I don't know. I guess if you're a gay man, you do have male privilege, but to a certain extent. Even in that, like they aren't, like, it's like shooting themselves in the foot. It's like, uh, then they have to contend with, once they're kind of like out in public mm. about who they are, will they accept them or not? And yeah. then, and then the privilege just get revoked or something? You know, it's mm. like, oh wait, because it creates another barrier again. Yeah. It's like, they, they liked me before when I was, I didn't tell them what my sexuality was, right? but then yeah. it's like a white male. And then they, as soon as they reveal their true selves, they're like, they get just taken mm. away. Um, what something I find really interesting in um, the LGBTQI community is that I found that men, especially white what men, what does the I mean? Simple intersex. Oh. No, I was gonna say um, international. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've noticed that the white men get a lot of privilege. Um, like for example, back in the day, um, gay bars were only accessible to white men. They didn't let people of color in. And then even these days, we see that a lot of the gay bars, I'd say family bar, staircase, they cater to white men. You don't really see a lot of lesbians going there, mm. you know? And when we think of what it's it means like, yeah. to be gay, we think about, about it from a male perspective. We think yeah. about drag queens. Like we rarely yeah. think about drag kings. We rarely mm. think about, you know, how, how women experience um, that kind of discrimination. It's always kind of coming from a male perspective. And when we also when we look at it, it's also coming from a white perspective as well. Like how yeah. many how many um, examples or how many places do we have in Auckland where people of colour who are um, queer can come together? Like we have hardly any. Are we referring to um, one of my favourite TV shows, Pose? Mm. Which is based out, which is uh, loosely based off of actual historical events where like... Um, yeah, homosexual men would were kind of they didn't want to be locked down together with trans mm. men and women and then that's where we are like or just trans in general and then they the, there was especially like a, trans people the, of color there was, a, yeah, there was a, a huge division and then when they were asked the 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 gay men of color if we could come into the the bar there's a scene where the and they said no we don't want your type like we're all mm. like they thought they were all together mm. but when really there's a Mm. There's, very, there's a divisiveness wow. there. I mean, I think, to, to me, it sounds like the same thing where it's um, your family, but even within the family, you find yeah. things mm. to separate yourself with, whether, you know, in like a traditional family, it would be age, I was born first. Yeah. But in this, but in, in, in these families, it's like, yeah, yeah, I'm still white and you're still black, even though we're kind of in this together. But Yeah. Because I, I also have to say, because when we talk about, um, I guess male privilege, we always bring up the example of the wage gap. But in New Zealand, um, yes, white men make the most money, but um, white women actually earn more than Asian men and um, Polynesian men and black men. And when we talk, when we have conversations about the wage gap, it's always about kind of gender when we don't take into consideration things like um, obviously race and, and class and all of that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah, there's just so many... Um... Uh, qualifiers, unique attributes. Yeah. We could go on all night about how every single one of us on the earth is so different, yet somehow weirdly all the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a game of um, top trumps, way like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's British. Yeah, I have no idea <laughs> what that is. Huh, okay. You know, I've heard of it before. I was like, I remember it was an English, my English friend told me about it. It was me. I was saying it. It was you. Mm -hmm. My English friend. What are these I have a question for you guys. Yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh. Yeah. Do you think 
we as women have some sort of privilege. Yes. Over you. Yeah. Yes. Great Which privileges. Is, yes. I think one of the best privileges that women Ever. have. What? Is is the idea that, that that ability to give birth to another living being, no other. That's a that's privilege. Not a privilege, isn't it? You know, painful childbirth. Oh yeah, yeah. That's one thing I. Your vagina gets stretched. I mean, as a, like, as your now, body like, changes. <laughs> stretch marks, I and then you have the baby. Of, I think it's. I think the whole idea of childbirth is a great thing. Mm. And like it's a, it's supposed to be like everyone has their own opinion on it, but like mm. it's such a it's one of the only like, you guys are the only women who were the only sex that could do that they could bring another life into the world and I think that's a weirdly mm. that's why I came in as that kind of privilege kind of thing but I was like that's yeah. such a it's a strange and amazing thing the, the idea that's why like you know there was like a back when sorry, I was reading a book about um historically the world used to have like a it was matriarchal in nature because mm. women were the Basically. birth givers mm. and the men were had were kind of like were kind of lesser then and mm. then the whole world was uh, like the world was a feminine world before it became masculine world and then the, like the idea of god was a uh, like like in ancient times god was a woman because the idea of giving life and another like mm. it was a great and they, they also nourish mm. children and they nourish the world, and, yeah. and this is coming from a yeah, ideological, um, mythological, mm. ancient. Uh... You bring great cultural depth to barely African. Yeah. <laughs> you really do. But I was, yeah, I was just like, because yeah. I was reading a book about it, and I was just, and then there was like a, in the book they talk about how, there was a shift where men uh, kind of. Uh, Buted against the the kind of the the queen archetype, the mm. queen mother, the god archetype, the mother earth mm. archetype, and they kind of took it over, and then they kind of like you can like they begin influencing history and culture. And I heard about this that that men created um, a patriarchal society because they were scared of women's power and they didn't want women to have the power anymore, so they had to think of a way to control them, and so yeah, they created yeah. patriarchy. But there's also another theory that says that. Um, I guess a lot of people say that because women are so kind of that they give life that they must be protected and the only way to protect them is to be able to I guess rule over them and govern over them. That's a bit sketchy. <laughs> I find it interesting that you say women being able to or bring someone or something yeah, to yeah, life is a, is a privilege. Yeah, because um, we don't. Do we think it's a privilege? Think that, is that, that, it, do you guys have like a modern thinking of that? A modern thing. Yeah, because well, you know, because you guys can. What do you mean by that? <laughs> well, you know, women back then are different from how women are now, and we have a unique, unique view. Oh, okay, so um, <laughs> um, let's say they're like you know, because you know, back then, well, depending on what time you know, yeah, my, the text of my story took place that I was reading. Yeah, there was like you know, women, women have more control now than they were in back then. Mm-hmm. And even but before that, they were like, um, you know, you, you have a say in what you want to do with your body. And right. Whereas mm-hmm. back then, culturally, it was like, no, motherhood is a great thing. And if you didn't have a child, you were seen as yeah, like barren. Like being barren was a bad thing. thing because the one thing that you're supposed to do is one you couldn't do, and then you were like worth less because of yeah. that. Well, as modern women, oh yeah, I wouldn't say I, I don't know if you would put <laughs> your childbirth as a privilege. I I don't I wouldn't yeah. It, it's a nice way to look at it. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't see it as a privilege. 
if I had the option for my partner to to give birth, I'd be like, oh yeah, you you do it. <laughs> please. Uh, please do it. Yeah. One privilege that women have, and by definition, this is literally because women don't even realize it, is in dating. The fact that we <laughs> come to you to ask you to be with us. And you just have to sit there a really good point. and choose and be like, yeah, I want him. I don't want him. Like what? the fact that we are, no, hold up. The fact that we put in applications, the fact that applications. we, yeah, the fact that we, we put in applications and then you just look at applications and be like, yeah, I'll denied. pick this one. Yeah. Or deny, 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 deny. That is a privilege you just well, because you guys like to simp after women. <laughs> hey, whoa. It doesn't I'm mean a, that women. I'm not <laughs> Is there a female okay. version of a simp? Can a female be a simp? I reckon I'm a simp. Oh, did you say I'm a simp? Oh, what's a you simp? Just... <laughs> <laughs> we got all these terms tonight. Tonight what's we got the all the terms of coming a simp? up. It's a someone who, mm. so who kind of like virtue signals for women. Like, oh, I don't know. I'm, I agree with this woman because she's right, but really she's just trying to get close to you. Oh, in like, in relationship. it's basically like a guy that does way too much to. Yeah. yeah get the attention of a woman. Usually they'll put them on a pedestal, like even if a girl is clearly not interested in them, they'll like fuss and fawn after them, they'll yeah, agree with everything they say. Yeah. New, new pair of shoes? Please, uh, have my chip. Yeah. When really they're... They just fall at their it's, feet. It's like what I said to you the other day, I was saying, um, we were watching some dating show and this guy was like to, to this man said to, to um, the woman he was dating, like, oh, um, I really want to have kids and I really want to get married. And I said to producer Al, I was like, when you're on a first date with a guy and he says, I want to get married or I want to have kids, I I feel some type of way. Like, are you just saying this because you know... Because you want to get into my pants. Oh, yeah. That's very interesting. Because you know Cause most you women sense. want to get married and have kids. Just tell us what we want to hear. But would you guys say though that that is a position? I fundamentally agree, disagree with that. I think <laughs> men like to think that women have all the control and women have all of this and that yeah. and this, but I don't think so at all. Yeah. Because I think that you guys think that dating is so much easier for women and that all you have to do mm -hmm. is walk into a bar or talk to a guy and they're gonna be like, oh my god, yay, you chose me, blah blah blah. But I don't think the ball's in our court at all. How though? Yeah, I want well, to why, hear why you. Is it not, I need specifics. Because, I don't know, I've had situations when I've been interested in someone and they haven't been interested in me back. Or, you know, I feel like, okay, so I feel like while when you're kind of starting a relationship and when you're courting, usually the guy takes it upon himself to win over a woman, mm -hmm. right? And then, but once that is won, I feel like it's then the, the, the role of the guy, well, it usually becomes the role of the guy to, to, to I guess evolve the relationship you yeah. guys get to decide oh like am i your am i your boyfriend like you guys get to decide and that. you get to decide oh am i gonna marry you exactly when i'm gonna ask you exactly like girls wait for you guys to like take those further steps so i guess like you'd even say the decisions that require more authority in the relationship advancing the relationship mm. like even becoming a boyfriend becoming a wife or whatever mm. like you guys get to decide that stuff but we just let the open the door for you guys to come in and then yeah, after but, that, it's all. Yeah, I think that's yeah. two different but, but, things. But, 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 but let's let's rewind. We're not talking about the relationship that started. Yeah, getting married. Talking about... We're talking about. <laughs> Even then, I just. No, no, we're talking about the, 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 the dating. We're, yeah, we're talking about the, because here's the reality of it. Whether you disagree or not, but really, this is the reality. For me, 
or for any guy, just guys in general. You don't have that option that I'm just going to go out tonight and I'm going to look good and someone's going to come talk to me. I fully disagree with that. I yep. fully disagree with that. Um, also, you guys agree that the concept of an incel is fucking ridiculous. It's stupid. Oh, yes. But this is the same kind of incel buffoonery <laughs> ideology that you are perpetuating. You're saying <laughs> that other people don't decide whether you're celibate. This has nothing to do with the whole incel thing. This is just a reality that guys, guys come to you. Like, you don't see all the times you've ever been to a club. How many times have you seen guys going to talk to a girl or girls going to talk to a guy? Like... This What's is the ratio? this is something I do because I'm I I guess maybe I'm the exception but I think guys have taken upon themselves that that's their role but for me when I go into a club I will talk to someone because I guess I do see where you're coming from because when I do go to a club I'll mm. see like a bunch of girls like dancing and and usually usually the routine is I see a guy I like I'll go next to him I will do some sort of yeah, mating act <laughs> to get him to notice me. <laughs> And then, yeah, because so even then, like, you guys see it, see it as you guys having to come forward and, and approach the girl and she's not approaching you. But you don't realise that we're, we're facilitating we're that connection. You didn't just discover us by yourselves. No. We saw you from a mile away. <laughs> we, we put the strategy in place. We went near you. We danced near you. And we then you eventually you noticed, noticed us. us. We pulled all those fucking strings. You didn't do that. You know, that's so what you do in a club. Strategy or was it manipulation? It's so, manipulation. <laughs> no, yeah, so you guys You don't just this. notice me on your own. I made you notice me. And so, I made you think it was your idea. So, <laughs> so do you do you honestly think that all of the times that girls are that that girls that guys have to like go talk to a girl it's always because the girl started it i don't think yeah. it's always because because the girl started it but there have been times where i've gone gone up and talked to guys what you don't see and this is where your privilege is is you don't see the work that guys have to do well make us understand what, what, what work did you do to get mkuka oh, oh yeah um producer al and i are dating <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sorry, uh, oh, uh, sorry to disappoint you guys. <laughs> In this case, me and Makuka were like friends for us, so we knew each other for a long time. Yeah. But like, but just dating in general, really. Oh, oh. But just dating in general, like, really. What do you, what do you, what do you mean, oh, oh. Yeah, you like, no, because he's like, oh, we have to do so much work. And then I'm like, oh, well, what work did you have to do for Makuka? And he's like, oh, well, actually, I didn't have to do any work. <laughs> I did work, but the work that I did compared to any other dating situation was not as much like we it was pretty obvious that we were attuned yeah connected. yeah we we're on the same way this so. is a classic case so she's just not that into you if you gotta do work to get a girl she's not into you but that isn't that every relationship you male see, or female you, no one's really from, into you from my you, perspective i thought that i was doing all the work i i was out here like saying oh i think you're cute da, 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 da. But you didn't hear me say that. You did not acknowledge it. I remember it. this conversation. I remember when you said that you you were the aggressor mm. in the courtship. I and then I hear his story <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I was trying. I was trying my best. And I was like, I was trying. Yeah. Aww, but we're I, both trying. Yeah. I think, oh, I think that's what... what was that? What was that? What did you say? 
both mm-hmm. try. Oh, oh wow. wow! Doesn't sound like privilege to me. Well, well, this is this. You you can't base the whole male existence in dating on just me and Makuka's relationship. Yeah, that was a difficult thing. You can't even yeah because yeah, okay. like I, I said another, before, right. it's an example. Though. It's a good thing to, we have another man here. What are your experiences? <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel like what Al said is right about how in, in, in a dating situation, women have all the power? Oh, yeah, yeah. So first of all, I just want to come to Al's defence. You, <laughs> you two, I think, are on a, like, on a kind of unique relationship level. Where... Okay. Well, thank you. Who would you say had the power in this scenario? Who would have the power in this scenario? Yes. I would like to think it was me. You but, did! <laughs> but, however, there are situations where you Sorry, just... define scenario? I would... Oh, so define scenario? We've would, had this conversation. I would, like, I, would, I, would, I would like to think that I... Oh, actually, are you going to mention that... Are you going to mention what our situation is? What is our situation? The listeners don't know. You say our this situation. This is your podcast. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, can I have speak because I'm talking today. No. <laughs> I would say, right now... Kendall and I are. are <laughs> We're invested in each other. We're invested in each other. Yeah. We, like we are invested in each other. Okay, let's go back to the other question. What was yes. It was. So, what, I guess what she was trying to determine is do you feel the same way that when dating. You have the power. Have a, what, yeah. Women do have privilege. I think, I think there is. I think. We're both getting well on both sides, getting away from the fact that we maybe it's a little bit of both of us. I think we both have a great privilege, but since I'm speaking from the men's perspective, uh, I think women do have a kind of power in say, since there's kind of this um, uh, where you know, this is a certain scenarios and certain archetypes of like, I, I really do believe that women are more emotionally intelligent i really do believe that and men just don't have that it's depending on which culture you're coming from which time frame we're going we're coming from men have always been called like when you're hanging out with the boys no feelings that's what feelings are for sissies don't be open don't be yourself we're part of the boys we're all homogenous we're all together it's a guy thing it's a boys club whereas women just have like that natural they can like oh i can like are far more better than communicating their emotions than men. And that's a great power. Do that, you think that, I'm that, good at communicating my emotions? No, I don't. Okay, by the way, this is an exception. Not for you. Okay, no, okay. not for you. Okay. I've told you before that I had to, I had to learn this. Yeah, yeah. I had to learn how to... Uh, I had to kind of stretch my kind of... Uh, that field of my brain of yeah. trying to communicate my emotions. You have to and how, I had to, like, yeah, it really did that. Like, took a while as well because mm. I couldn't... I was mm. like very shy and, and like mm, living yeah. on my shell and on my rock and then i told you how i had to like if we're gonna keep doing this we need to be more open and then and then didn't i give you like kind of like a speech i give you a speech right okay. like a, <laughs> i was telling you sometimes you're not the most forthcoming person in my life where i was like a, i was like it would really help if you really told me how you felt oh. Damn. yeah well, this I could is... say the same. Be forthcoming, Diana. <laughs> okay, so that's your point about... <laughs> Another situation where women have privilege is also, if Makuka says, Alinafe it hurt me. In most cases, no one is going to ask a question. I will be guilty first, and then 
I will have to prove that I'm innocent. So you're saying we can weaponize our vulnerability against you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. There are, sorry, I'm, I'm jumping in. I'm jumping in. I was watching this um, interesting video about, um, it was a, a kind of social studies kind of news segment that they did. And they did this, um, so they would get these actors to run scenarios in public and see how the public would react. Mm. And they would have um, a man physically, verbally abusing his, I'm assuming, partner. Mm. Uh, but they're both actors, so that everyone was safe. And everyone would leap and jump to help this woman who was being first verbally abused and then physically uh, mm. attacked. Mm. And then they tried it again, they tried to reverse it. Mm. And the woman would begin verbally uh, assaulting this man. Who, and then no one would, no one would ever come to her. And then she began physically attacking him. And no one... No one even said anything. I've seen but that. However, video. another woman came in and she jumped in and was like, "Hey, don't that." So the guys are like, "I'm not gonna hit a woman." Just but <laughs> it's kind of interesting that dynamic. Like, if in a kind of like violent scenario, it goes directly to the man. The man clearly mm. did. Whereas they would like run to quickly run to the female's defense. Right. Yeah. It's just a unique thing. I'm just throwing it out there. As as a woman. I just know too many girls who've been in really bad situations. Yeah. So as a woman, if a girl tells me, like, if another woman tells me, oh, this person, my partner's hurting me, I will automatically be on her side first. Like, without hearing her story, I'll just be on her side first. Mm -hmm. And then hear her out, hear the story, and then Mm -hmm. try and find out how I can help her or get someone to help her. Um, but yeah, I'm saying that from, yeah, perspective, like of always seeing girls in really bad situations. Whereas, um, mm-hmm. yeah. I think it's interesting I, how in that scenario, like mm-hmm. in, in domestic abuse, we'll take the woman's side. But yeah. when it comes to rape, women aren't as likely to be believed. Really? You know? Yeah. I, yeah. Like, it's it's so hard to come forward about it, oh, right? Because everyone's because, like, oh, yeah. you're lying, you're this. But when it comes to domestic in, abuse... Yeah, sure you didn't imply something? Yeah. Sure yeah. Which were you yeah. wearing? Yeah, what were you wearing? You yeah. know you should be yeah. out at that time. Yeah. Why, why were you hanging out with that group of yeah. people? It's like, what were you drinking? You should be careful what you're drinking. And yeah. maybe that comes back to the, the what you were saying, Al, about how women have all the power in that situation. Because I guess women are the attractors and men are the ones that act on the attraction it's not seen as the other way around mm. and that's why in a rape situation it's like well well you invited it because da-da-da. so that's why it's harder for people to believe women because they're like well mm. i don't know those thingies exist those ideas exist already how do you is... feel about that how do i feel about it mm-hmm. um i think it's bs because <laughs> i've <laughs> no because i've yeah, no, because I've seen situations where a woman just cries foul, and I, 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 white woman. I could believe, I could believe that. Yeah, no, I've seen. Yeah. I, there's two situations. I've seen a woman where a situation where a woman cries foul, and without asking any questions, everybody just flocks to her. Yeah. And the man didn't actually do anything. Yeah. She's just weaponizing her vulnerability. A lot, a lot of Karens. Yeah. A lot of Karens and out then, there listening. But, but and I, then I've seen situations, I've seen situations where a woman attacks a man and then she... No, the man still doesn't attack. A woman attacks a man and then walks out and goes, he attacked me. So now it's like, 
you attacked him, but just you can just go out and just say he attacked me, and nobody still asks any questions. I mm. I I feel like I get it that you know. I I get I get what you said, Makuka, that um you know you situations where women get you know, but that has desensitized our society to the fact that women things are changing where women are now also equally aggressors and but, we still don't ask any questions so yeah. because we still don't ask any questions we still don't really know the moment we start asking questions i'm pretty sure we'll see a very different picture yeah, yeah. but i wouldn't say i'd say on the whole it's all about balance right like there are women that do that and there are women that don't there are men that do that and there are men that don't and I guess I do understand what you're saying that we 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 have the ability to be able to weaponize that, mm. um, but in the same way, you guys too yeah. do too. And like the thing is, women we will always talk about these things to each other. Whereas I think I don't think guys always take into consideration talk to mm. each other about what's going on in their private lives. Mm. And I guess that's the way that men are disadvantaged because as men you're seen to be to not like that, you that said is before. The culture, yeah. yeah, you're not supposed to have those feelings. And I guess that's the way that men are disadvantaged. Mm. But it is those are dis- disadvantages that, that we've all kind of come yeah. up with as a society. You know, like we're you know when people say society says this, like we're part of society and we're the ones that enforce those things yeah. and, and perpetuate them. So To add two things to that, number one, um the whole thing about um Men are dogs because men cheat. Women cheat too. It's just that guys don't talk about it as much. So we, you only hear about men cheating because women mm. talk about it. I have seen women cheat and women cheat in we terrible did. ways. Terrible ways. <laughs> yeah, but you know, guys don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. So you never hear about it. Um, the other thing... <laughs> This sounds like a good like stand-up joke right now. <laughs> the difference between men and women is that women be telling Ellie everyone about like, Well, men, we don't tell, we don't tell anyone. That's why they always get caught. Take it to the yeah. We don't snitch. Yeah, we don't, we, don't, we, don't, we don't talk about it. Don't talk about it. Yeah. When women cheat, they get caught because they told someone. But when men cheat, we saw you and we told anyone. Yeah, sounds like comedy skit. Right? <laughs> the other thing I was going to say... Oh, no, I can't remember now. The whole society perpetuates this thing... That's a valid argument, but so is every other privilege. They're, they're all a product of society and society agreeing on them and perpetuating them. It's true. That's all privileges. That's why, that's why I mentioned that modern modernity. Because mm-hmm. times are changing very rapidly. That's why you guys, mm-hmm. you guys are coming mm-hmm. for us. A, mm-hmm. Only now would you be able to do that. Time mm-hmm. is big. Uh, traditions are kind of fluctuating at the moment. Culture yeah. is changing. Women mm-hmm. have voices and they're... Yeah, women have rights now. Yeah. We have voices now. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> things are changing and we can only hope for the best. Mm. And I work really hard towards it. Yeah. <laughs> to come back to your point about men <laughs> having the power. Yeah. I've been in situations where I've been walking down the street with this one yeah. and I've had to fucking... <laughs> what, what, are we, what are we talking about? I've had to... I... <laughs> I've seen women encroaching. I feel like for you to feel like you don't have any power, I think it's bullshit. I, oh, I, I don't, can I say something? Can I say something real quick? Yeah. You know what happens is a guy when you're single 
it's no, a no. lot harder right. to get noticed by women. Right. Once you're in a relationship, everybody wants you. <laughs> everybody wants you. I, I that happens all the time, like constantly. That is so weird. Oh, that that has to be a true thing. I can't be the only one having this same idea, right? <laughs> no, it's it's, it's, it's real. It's real. Like, where do they you, live? You've been, you been around me most of the time, so you you don't want like we get into situations where you say I always person, notice. Yeah, this yeah, you always and I'm like, what are you talking about? She just well, she's a waitress. The waitress she will come water. around she's and she'll she'll only look at him but and she'll only talk to him. Yeah, but she's she's but she she may and I'm I'm fairly leaning her side. I think and I might get dragged for this, but I think that Women are more attracted to men that are already with someone because oh, it's the thing about maybe thought. I can't have him. Nah, so they want him. Sure? I don't want that's a man a, I can't that's, have. That's an interesting thought. <laughs> but but what is it that, like, as no, soon as you're in a relationship, all it, of a sudden, all these women start an, noticing There's an attractiveness, didn't you say, about the, I, the, the yeah. temptation towards seeing someone that could be you. Yeah. yeah you could do a better job than her. Okay, so when someone else takes the person you like no have you ever been in a situation where someone really liked you but you didn't want them and then they date oh. someone and you're like you're like oh did i miss out on something maybe no, you're just like oh well oh, now yeah. i think but you're nothing but nothing's interesting. changed about him right nothing's yeah. changed about him except for the fact that he's got he's something else yeah and then you were like oh now i like and now then, i like and, you and then, and then you get it back mm. and he's just like oh why did i i think it's like a validation thing though like you, you're like, oh, I have one less suitor. <laughs> my my value has gone down. You know? oh, value. I need someone to buy some shares. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like property. Yeah. Yeah. It's the opposite for women. Is it? Yeah. They don't want it at all. Is that what you yeah. Mean? Like I, I feel when you're dating, no one gives it's... you the attention. Really? That's because men respect other men more than they respect women. Like, if you go to a guy, mm -hmm. if a guy's are coming up to you and they're into you and you're in a relationship and you're like, sorry, I don't want to go out with you, they won't take that. But as soon as you say, oh, I have a boyfriend, like, oh, you have a boyfriend, oh, that's okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Because mm -hmm. they respect your boyfriend's right to you more than they respect your right to not want to be with them. Yeah. It's like, oh, why don't you want me? It's like, because I don't, bitch. You know? <laughs> I don't. Go find someone else. <laughs> This is from an African perspective, though. I'll pull it back to, um, was it episode two? When you talked about your dad talking about the... The can of Coke. The can of Coke. <laughs> I've heard this story. We, we were taught that when we were kids. So it's like, if she's with someone else, she's... She's less... Oh, she's tainted, used. Tainted yeah. Kind of so why used. would you... Oh. Yeah, so... Second hand. We're a used tissue. Second hand. Yeah. But the more people use you, yeah. the more powerful you become. Yeah. Privilege. I think that's all. That is privilege. I think that's all kind of... See, I guess yeah. that's probably why women are the gatekeepers of whether we get to enter into a relationship. Because as soon as we get into one, we use goods. Mm -hmm. So we got to police that. From very early yeah, stage, you're told, like, if you go around... You know, from guy to guy, no one's gonna want to marry you. Because mm. like now, women have the opportunity to just because they have like a career and they don't want to give that up, so they mm. they just want men to go like just use and use them to the next one, and they get stuck in these kind of uh, routines of just like just foul relationships. Let it out, Diana. But okay, so when a man has a has a child, nobody says, "Oh, how are you gonna balance that child with your career?" 
you know but when you're a woman it's and you have a child and a family everyone's like oh you know you're gonna quit your job how are you gonna balance you know your family but no you know men don't get that same thing in a modern setting that's changing a lot now you see is it what, what are these called? Stay at home fathers? Stay at home dads. Stay at home dads. That's another thing. If you're a stay at home dad, everyone's like, oh, I can't do a stay at home dad. I just so I, But I, if you're a stay at home mom, it's like. That, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I buy that. That makes sense. But mm-hmm. I, I would say there's also kind of like a man, other men will look down on that guy. Because yeah. you're, you're, you're not like, you're supposed to be pro- yeah. providing for your family. How come you're not mm-hmm. the one bringing yeah. home the bills? You're the like, what, do you, what does that mean? What do you do during the day? Yeah. Do you just look after your kids and, and mm. like, well, you know, I, I I do my side business on the side. Yeah, but... But know, so to you as men... But like I said, it's a modern... To it, use it, your privilege to change that. Oh, coming to that, this, this is exactly what I just wanted to say, like, you know, kind of in closing that I think today women have voices too. And so I think it's up to men and women to come together and work together to change those tropes, stereotypes, and traditions that we don't agree with anymore. We should just come together. We should be able to come together mm-hmm. and change these things. Like they should not go on to the next generation. It is literally up to us. All the changes that we make are not so much for us, but they're for our kids and our kids' kids. We're not gonna be the ones who reap the benefits of this um wokeness mm. it's really not good it's it it's we're not going to be the ones to rip the benefits we just have to to accept that it's like literally as morbid as it sounds you have to wait for that generation to fully die off to see a real change god damn kill us all right let the killing begin <laughs> oh, oh my goodness <laughs> very very and that was four. <laughs> So thank you so much for listening to yet a lovely, another lovely installment of Barely African. Mm-hmm. I'd like to say thank you to our special guest, Kendall. I'd like to say a thank you to producer Al. Thank you. I'd like to say a lovely thank you to the beautiful Makuka. Hey. And I'm going to thank myself. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're a modern woman. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't need a man to do it for me. No. <laughs> Actually. Hey, but what? I like it. <laughs> I'm waiting. I give you my permission. you've been listening to barely african with your hosts diana and makuka we would like to say a huge thank you to olinafi kalinga malero for composing our intro music producing and engineering this podcast don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode you can find us on apple podcasts google spotify or your favorite podcast app and follow us on instagram at barely african to keep up with all our shenanigans and slide in our dm with all your questions ideas and stories we just might steal them for a future episode catch you next time bye Bye. love you